you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show presented by Caesars Rewards. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, masking and socially distancing when and where necessary. And we have football-like substance. It's been a while since we've had that, but guys are putting on the pads. You're seeing reports on Twitter of different plays. I mean, we're all going gaga over the fact that Tom Brady completed a pass to Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> that happened millions of other times before, but this is where we are in 2020 with our football existence. So as we get a little bit closer to the start of the season, I want to do some positional breakdowns over the next couple of weeks. We will go through quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, who knows? Maybe if I'm feeling frisky, we'll even do a kicker and defense show. But that is to be determined. So I've got a guest who's going to come and join me to talk about it. We'll introduce her in just a bit. But first, I want to say fa- I want to say hello. I can speak. I want to say hello to my faithful producer, Senior Edward L. Murphy Esquire. Murph, what's new? 
Uh, we're in a bit of a heat wave here, and uh, my air conditioning in my apartment picked a really good time to break. Um, so it's approaching 85 degrees. Uh, I am sweating, even though we are podcasting. So this, to me, is kind of like a workout in a sense, So, uh, which I'm fine with. But uh, this is very uncomfortable for me today. Yeah, this is that weird time of year in California, Southern California, especially where it gets so hot that all the public utilities tell you to stop running your air conditioning yep. because that makes sense. Uh, so in a backwards way, you're sort of a hero right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It broke like two days before those announcements were made, um, and uh, we're on the eleventh floor. A lot of a lot of windows, a lot of direct sunlight. It is uh, it's boiling in here right now. Oof. Well, good luck, yeah. man. Uh, stay Thank hydrated. You. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Uh, joining me today to talk about quarterbacks and a few other things as well. If you watched NFL Fantasy League One last year, you got to know her a little bit. She's also uh, kind of doing big things in and around the network. And she'll be making her NFL Fantasy Live debut on Wednesday. So uh, look forward to seeing her there. Uh, Kimmy Checks, Kim Checks Nader, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? It's so funny to hear that Eddie is sweating. Um, I'm recently engaged, and my fiance and I are playing the battle with the air conditioner, and I am like completely iced out. I have a blanket on my lap. I feel like we are right back at the NFL Network on stage five where it is freezing cold. Um, so, Eddie, if you ever need to borrow any air, you can come on over here and we can, <laughs> we can socially distance swap places and you can have my place. Um, but Hearing you're wearing a blanket is, is scaring me right now. Like I, can't full, have, I, can't like I, am, I am fully oh like blanket, multiple wow. layers, pants, socks. We're in oh, it. No. It does not feel oh, like no. summer over here in Mar Vista, but... <laughs> That is a fight for another time. <laughs> that is, a, that is a, a fight for another day. Uh, hey, Kimmy, before we, we dive into the fantasy stuff, uh, you have also been doing a Snapchat show, correct? Uh, let's yes. talk about kind of what that's all about. And, and I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it got picked up. It's going to be continuing. Yes, yes, yes. So very exciting news. Um, you know, the country has kind of taken a different shape, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic, but we're also in the middle of kind of a rebirth of recognizing that systemic racism is a thing and it's been a thing for centuries. And as the NFL, we kind of need to, we need to approach that and we need to talk about it because we are the largest sports league in the world and our players have voices and they have opinions and we need to make sure that we're amplifying them. So we launched a show on Snapchat called Real Talk with the NFL, which I am hosting and it's amazing. It comes out every single Wednesday on Snapchat. Uh, and it was originally just going to be a five weeks little mini series, but we've seen so much amazing traction and so many people receptive to the content that we're doing that we're going to continue it throughout the season. So we have an all new episode launching tomorrow where I sat down with Sequette Clark and she is the mother of Stefan Clark, who he was tragically killed by Sacramento police officers back in 2018 when they mistook his cell phone for a gun. Um, so tomorrow's episode is, is a little heavy, but it's also really good that we're amplifying these stories. We're giving perspective and we're just uh, educating the uh, generation of NFL fans on what happens in America, what our place is as a league in all of this. Uh, and hopefully people learn something and they realize that black lives matter. Very cool. Well, congratulations on it getting picked up too. Uh, that's, Thank uh, you. I know. Very exciting. I'm like yeah. all, all good things in 2020. Who knew Absolutely. that this year could, could prove anything positive. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You've been living your best life in 2020. <laughs> There's no I know. It's like, I got the Snapchat show. <laughs> Fantasy football is back. I got uh, engaged. It's like, you know, 20, the, the chiefs won a super bowl. It's like, this may be my year. This, this might be your year. Who knew? Um, all right, let's talk, let's talk a little bit of news right now. There are a few headlines that uh, have hit in the last few days we can sort of dive into a little bit. Uh, Doug Peterson apparently has told Miles Sanders in Philadelphia that, quote, you're the guy this season. And, like, Kimmy, there are a lot of people, uh, I might be talking about myself, there's no, one, there's no way to really know this, um, that were sort of concerned 
that the Eagles were going to find someone to kind of compliment Miles Sanders and not make him uh, the lead back. But it seems like Doug Peterson is all in with Miles Sanders. He's already sort of had his own hype train. Now hearing this news, would you be willing to take a first round shot at Miles Sanders? You know, Miles Sanders, I think at the end of last season, a lot of people were like, is this a fluke? Because he ended as a top three running back. Now, I think if you're playing in an eight or a 10 team league, that's when it gets a little murky on if you want to take him in the first round. But I do think that he's someone who's going to have a stellar year, you know, for the coach to go out and say, you are my guy. There's not going to be other people, you know, splitting as many reps with you. I think I think that means good things. Now, my fiance is in a 16 team PPR league. So, you know, if I look at his draft as opposed to mine, when I play, you know, alongside nine other people in a 10-team league, that's where I think for him, Miles Sanders could be a first-round contender. But I do think Miles Sanders is going to have a breakout season, and I, I would feel comfortable taking him in the early second round. Yeah, I think that's sort of the consensus. But, uh, you know, when, when you hear news like this, uh, it is is literally shoveling coal onto the hype train engine. So, um, I 16-teamer, no doubt he's going to be a first-round guy. 12-teamer, <laughs> I agree. I think it's a, a little bit uh, you know, borderline at that point. Right, exactly. But I don't know. I mean, as long as they don't have uh, they don't have Nelson Aguilar, you know, dropping babies and passes <laughs> this year, you know, things are, are looking up for the Eagles. I, I hope, I hope, I pray. That's why I have Carson Wentz as one of my potential sleeper quarterbacks this year. Uh, just, just keep everyone healthy, please, please. Yes, I know. Good vibes, good vibes. We're yeah. sending them all good vibes. Uh, so apparently... It was National Tight End Day last week. I don't know if this is a real thing, but I, I I don't doubt it because Twitter pops up a hashtag National Blank Day every single day. Like I feel like there's like five National Hot Dog Days and three National <laughs> Ice Cream Days, what have you. But apparently it was National Tight End Day last week. Uh, if it wasn't official, it was certainly unofficial. The Niners give George Kill a huge contract, five years, $75 million extension there to, to keep him uh, with the 49ers. Then not too long after that, the Chiefs go and they give a four-year, $57 million extension to Travis Kelsey to make sure that he is locked up in Kansas City for the next few years to come. So the question is, and I look, I know who I'm asking. So I'm asking you, your initials are KC, uh, you cheer for the Chiefs. So I'm asking you to, to give me this answer with your head and not your heart. In a fantasy battle of George Kittle versus Travis Kelsey. Well, I just say this: you're an Iowa girl. You went to I Iowa. I was just gonna say it's like wh- whatever, whatever I choose. I feel like I have some allegiance to one or the other. All right, so uh, you got I, then Kittle or Kelsey. This makes it even. This makes it fair. You know, it, it wasn't a coincidence since I knew that we were going to chat about this that I did rep a little, you know, oh, this side a little KC action. <laughs> uh, but for fantasy terms this year, you know, I it kind of pains me to say this, but then again, it doesn't because I love George. We went to school together. Uh, I'm going to take George Kittle over Travis Kelsey this year. Now, if you look at the Chiefs' offense. The Chiefs are loaded. Like it is, it is scary how good the Kansas City Chiefs offense looks, right? Uh, especially when you get Clyde Edwards Hilaire in there and, and you have a half billion dollar worth quarterback in Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. I think the onus is on him to kind of perform and be like, I, I earned that money. I'm going to do it. Now, George Kittle, there is no doubt that he is probably one of the best players on the San Francisco 49ers, right? Now, Debo Samuels, that's someone that people said, oh, maybe he's going to, you know, get into, into George's, uh, 
you know, targets. But I really do think that George Kittle is going to have another breakout season and he is going to be the top fantasy tight end. Now, you know, back in college at Iowa, and this is probably why his draft stock fell when he was in college, as he was kind of injury prone and he had a lot of ankle issues at Iowa. I think that if he stays healthy and he plays throughout the entire season, he can be a league winner. So George, I love you. If you see this, I took you <laughs> over Travis Kelsey and my allegiance is with the Iowa Hawkeyes right now. You and I are of one mind about this because I have been sort of preaching for a while that that I think this is the year George Kittle takes over as the number one tight end in fantasy. And uh, all signs just point to that being the case when you mentioned Debo Samuel, right? I mean, they're hoping, they're hopeful that maybe he's ready at the start of the season, but there's no guarantee there. Uh, they drafted Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. He had offseason surgery, so he's still working his way back. Uh, and then the unfortunate word that it looks like Jalen Hurd may have torn an ACL, had a, a very serious injury at practice uh, earlier in the week, and they're waiting for results, but it looks like he may be lost for the season. There are no consistent receiving threats in this offense. And so I think it's going to be a situation where they have to lean on George Kittle, especially early in the year. I think that's going to end up being a big deal, uh, obviously for him, for fantasy, for the 49ers. In fact, I think I saw something they're talking about maybe using Jarek McKinnon as a deep receiving threat, which sort of tells you where they are uh, with <laughs> that their, shows their hand. Well, yeah. another thing is, you know, and, I never played football and, you know, I, I kind of just make guesses on this, but earlier you talked about Tom Brady, he threw a pass to Gronk and everyone, the world went crazy. The football world went crazy. <laughs> you know, when quarterbacks have these close relationships with these players, they want to see their other guys succeed. You know, if you pay any attention to Twitter, George Kittle and Jimmy G are going back and forth, constantly roasting each other and making fun of each other. Like they are friends and they have such a trust in one another that I think Jimmy G knows that if he wants to get to the ball to someone reliable on the team and they want to score that guy, is George Kittle. So for fantasy means, that means very good things, especially in a tight end market that can be pretty saturated and, and not so great. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I still believe that you have one of two routes when you're drafting tight ends. Either you go early and you get a Kelsey, a Kittle, maybe a Mark Andrews, or you wait late and you try to get one of those you know myriad upside guys that we have been hyping all offseason long. So uh, if, contract, if contract extensions mean anything, George Kittle should be moving up your, your draft board if he wasn't already moved up already. Um, a great story in Washington. Alex Smith is off the PUP list. This is a guy who had a horrific leg injury just a couple of years ago. Uh, and there was serious doubt as to whether he was going to play football ever again. He continued to work. He continued to rehab. Uh, he stayed positive. The, the, the team in Washington uh, kept their belief in him as well. And here we are. He is back at practice. In fact, this morning before we started recording this podcast, I saw on Twitter video of Alex Smith taking dropbacks alongside Dwayne Haskins and looking you know, as healthy as you can remember him being. So from a football standpoint and a life standpoint, Kimmy, this is a great story. But for fantasy, let's remember a couple years ago when he got hurt. Uh, he was the QB 23. He was averaging about 13 fantasy points per game. He was on a team that didn't have a ton of weapons around him. And he comes back to sort of the same. I mean, besides Terry McLaurin, there's not much there. So while we love the story in real football, are we are we drumming up any interest on the fantasy side of things? You know, I don't think Alex Smith is going to be a guy that a lot of people are going to claim on an active roster spot in fantasy this season. I think, like you said, a lot of us are rooting for him, right? It was a gruesome injury, you know, one that could have easily ended his career. And to see him persevere and to see this incredible comeback story in this journey – that's amazing. And as football fans, we root for him. We root for that. But as fantasy, you know, 
I don't know if he's our guy. I think he's someone who, you know, if there's a bye week and he's starting and, and he starts shining, then that's someone that you can grab, you know, on a waiver. But I don't think I'm going to go out and automatically draft Alex Smith. You know, there's still kind of uh, a little bit of question is, is he going to start over Dwayne Haskins? What does that look like? Right there, you know, the Washington football team is completely redoing their culture and what their strategy is as a team. So we have to be cognizant of that and not, you know, automatically go on with the assumption that Alex Smith is going to start again after such a gruesome injury. So again, I'm rooting for him. I'm happy for him. He used to be a Kansas City chief. His kids, <laughs> his kids went to the school that I went to in Kansas City. Uh, so, you know, I'm always going to be happy for him, but I don't think I'm going to take him in fantasy football. Yeah, he's part of that long San Francisco to Kansas City pipeline uh, of quarterbacks. It is it is like they shuffle back and forth between you know, Alex Smith, Joe Montana, Steve Bono, I think Steve DeBerg. Uh, he might have gone from KC to San Francisco. But either way, apparently there's like a shuttle that I don't know about. This is perfect. Play. It's both of our teams. It's like they knew that yeah. they knew that we would enjoy that. There you go. It's something something to talk about. But you're, but I but I do think you're right. I think one the question is what what happens in this competition. Uh, between he and Dwayne Haskins, whether or not they stay with the young guy or if they go back to Alex Smith. And then on top of it, what it looks like, you know, a year and a half, two years removed with a team that still is searching for some offensive pieces. They got Terry McLaurin. Beyond that, there's a lot of question marks. So uh, I do. I wish Alex Smith the best. Uh, it's exciting to see him back out there. But I think for uh, our selfish fantasy purposes, I'm probably going to take a pass uh, in 2020. Speaking of quarterbacks, that's the perfect segue to get into our quarterback preview. We talked some uh, some interesting questions about the quarterback position, which, as always, is one of the deeper positions in fantasy football. So, Jimmy, I, my, my first question to you will be, do you have a particular strategy when it comes to drafting quarterbacks? You know, I don't, and that's probably why I have not won uh, fantasy the last few seasons. I am not as much of an expert from you, but I do learn from you and rank on the daily. Uh, you know, I the reason why I think I'm not, I'm learning fantasy more and more is that I play with my heart and sometimes not my head. So last season, you know, the hype train was all around Patrick Mahomes. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. It's Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. We all love him. So I kind of said YOLO in one of my leagues and took him as my first overall pick. Obviously not the best idea. Uh, and I learned from that mistake. So I'm growing. I am evolving as a famous <laughs> football fan. Uh, but I do think that there are a, a host of quarterbacks this season that are pretty loaded. So I think if you want to target a guy in the fourth or fifth round, dependent on how big your league is, you're going to find somebody who's going to get you fantasy points on the board, right? We, we always look at the Patrick Mahomes and the Lamar Jacksons, but there are plenty of other quarterbacks that are on rosters that, you know, have some pretty darn good ADP standing. So I don't think we need to rush. I will not be rushing into a first round of quarterback pick again this season that was a mistake uh but you know no mistakes when you love Patrick Mahomes okay so then I mean I I know the answer to this question but I'm going to ask it anyway uh between between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson who is your QB1 who's the guy that you think is going to have the best fantasy season I mean you already know the answer I know, what if I, what I, if I just like switched I would, it up I'm not doing like my due diligence if I don't ask right <laughs> What if I had just switched up on you and said Lamar? Um, no, anybody who knows me, obviously it, it's Patrick Mahomes. But this isn't just something that I'm saying because of my allegiance and my day one, you know, kind of loving the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes just signed a half billion dollar contract. I think if money talks at all, he is going to go out there and he is going to perform his tail off for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're on a high. They just won the Super Bowl. And if you look at his offense, 
It is mind boggling. It is so good. Like I want every single part of the Kansas City Chiefs offense this season, especially in fantasy football. Now, you know, I know there's questions around Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and what that looks like because Lamar rushed for so many yards last season. And that for a lot of people won them fantasy championships. But Lamar went on record to say he's not going to be running as much this upcoming season. And on the contrary, Patrick Mahomes, if you look at those last season, uh, late season, excuse me, playoff games against the Texans and the Titans, he rushed for over 100 yards. He is getting so incredibly confident in himself and how he can move and be elusive in the pocket and escape. I do think we're going to see him rushing the ball more. And on top of that, he has all of the offensive weapons he needs. He is going to be throwing dime after dime after dime. So because of that, Patrick Mahomes is my guy. And I do think he is going to be the number one overall fantasy quarterback this season. Mark my words. I do think you, you had an interesting point there, too. And it was something that I mentioned kind of early in the offseason and and I haven't actually thought about it in a while, but it is that fact that, as you mentioned, he was running a lot more late in the season and in the postseason. We have all sort of glommed on to quarterbacks who can run with the football, obviously understanding that, you know, nobody is Lamar Jackson, right? You're not going to get quarterbacks running for a thousand yards on the reg, but we do want those guys who get us those hidden yards, who are able to make plays with their legs. And yes, Mahomes is going to, you know, there's a good chance he could throw for, you know, 4,500, 5,000 yards again this year. That's not out of the realm of possibility. But in those situations where things break down and everybody is focused on the wide receivers or the running backs, uh, if he can get out of the pocket and pick up those, those sneaky yards, I mean, look, the one of the gurus of this rich rebar coined the term the cheat code right quarterbacks who can run if he if he adds that to his game uh watch out then then he is hands down i think the the quarterback won um so you mentioned that you spent your first round pick on him last year but you say you are evolving so this is a chance to prove your evolution uh what would be the earliest now that you would take mahomes uh, knowing knowing the mistakes you've made in the past knowing the mistakes i made in the past it you know, I, I, I really think either a late third or early fourth, because I, I really do have a lot of trust in the quarterback position. I think if I could get Mahomes at that position and him and Lamar are not off the board, I would do it. But if I can get those two guys, I'm going to wait a little bit longer and go in the in, in the fourth, maybe fifth round uh, for some of the leagues that I play in. But again, you know, running backs are, are, are really sparse this season, and I think they're going to go often and early. So I really kind of have to be strategic. And in all the mocks I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to go with my head and not my heart. So I'm going to try to target a fourth or a fifth round pick uh, for the quarterbacks this upcoming season. Uh, but don't mark my words. There's there's a few YOLO leagues I play in that I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Who cares? I mean, look, it happens to the best of us, right? You go into a draft, a mock draft, a real draft with a strategy, something happens and you do, you just you just YOLO it, right? I mean, you're you're Jameis Winston on third and long. You're like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to throw it up. And I'm going to make this pick and, I, and hopefully it works out for me. So uh, that is understandable. Um. So if by some chance neither Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes were to finish as the quarterback one in fantasy football this year, who do you think could take over that top spot? You know, I think it's going to be another one of those usual suspects. In fantasy, we kind of have the same kind of rotating five or six quarterbacks who are, who are you know, teetering that top five spot. I think it's guys like Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. I think this season, Kyler Murray is going to have a standout year uh, as an early quarterback, right? He had his rookie season last year, and he was great. But I think now that he has the weapons around him and he's gotten some more offensive guys uh, to really receive and, and give the ball to, he's going to be someone who could be great. So I do think 
it's going to kind of be in that family. Hey, there may be someone crazy. Maybe Daniel <laughs> Jones is like, ah, this is my year. And, and he just goes out and he really does get the nickname Danny Dimes. Uh, but I do think it's going to be probably one of those usual suspects. You saying Daniel Jones, I'm sure Eddie's heart fluttered a little bit. Uh, and not just because it's sweltering in his apartment, but uh, because you you gave props to his Giants quarterback right there. Uh, I do like – I like Dak sort of to, to be that guy because he was the QB two last year. Uh, and it's an offense that is starting to more focus and, and, and operate through him. I mean, they added C.D. Lamb in the draft. We, we know there's you know, obviously Amari Cooper and Michael Galloper there. I, I liked Blake Jarwin as a late-round tight end to kind of take a flyer at. There are weapons. I mean, that's, that's not even counting you know, Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield who can catch the football. There's Tony Pollard who comes off the bench and catches the football. Uh, there's a real chance that, that maybe Dak Prescott sort of pushes for that. Right, let's not forget, I mean, he can run a little bit too. It's not maybe the strongest part of his game, but it's something that he can do when he has to do. Uh, and so, uh, like I said, that he would be my, he would be my, I guess, third option. If it's not, I was just, I was just going to say, so if it's not Patrick Mahomes, if it's not Lamar Jackson, who are going to be your top three quarterbacks? Dak yeah. It's probably, it's for me. It's, it's, it's Dak Prescott uh, with, with Russell Wilson kind of right on his heels. Um, uh, I've, I've sort of swapped guys around, right? Like I, I had for a while, I had Russell just out of my top five and number six. I sort of slid him back in. It just sort of depends. Um, I feel like if, if I'm in the, the mid part of a draft, if I'm in the sixth round or something like that, and Dak's there, if Russell's there, uh, if Kyler's there, I'm fine with any one of those guys because I think all, all of those guys have the potential to be certainly in the top 10, probably in the top five. And I don't mind taking kind of a mid round swing at, at either of them. I think it's, it's kind of, because I feel like, especially after you get past maybe the top five or six guys, uh, I think there's a notable drop off too. So I think right, it's worth, exactly. I think it's worth taking a shot. Um, who are some guys you feel like as you, you know, kind of comb through mock drafts and you comb through ADP lists, guys you think should be maybe getting a little bit more love from people drafting right now? You know, this is going to be kind of a, a hot take or, or an interesting one, but a guy right. that I'm really excited to see start as a quarterback this, this year is Teddy Bridgewater. And oh. I, I think that he is he he has the potential to get a lot of love, right? Like if you look, he obviously has CMC, who's going to go first overall for almost every single person's fantasy draft this season. Uh, but he also has Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore and now a new Robbie Anderson, which is kind of rebirthing that offense. I think if you look and see what Teddy Bridgewater did last season when he filled in for Drew Brees while he was out, there's a reason why he is now a starting quarterback. He put up 27 fantasy points when they played the Buccaneers. Now Jameis Winston has gone to the gone to <laughs> And, and Teddy has left the Saints to go to the Panthers. Uh, but I do think he's someone who may be kind of sneaky good and kind of get up there. Again, like you said, once you kind of get out of that top six, top seven quarterback bracket, there's a little bit of a drop off. So I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to go and be owned in, you know, 89% of leagues. However, I do think someone kind of in the midseason when people have bye weeks and, and we get around that time and guys are looking for people on the waivers, you know, God forbid that there are any injuries. Teddy Bridgewater could be someone that we could see. I think on the ADP list, he's 24th right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so just around that Alex Smith range that we were talking about. Uh, but I'm rooting for him. And I really think he deserves this, this starting quarterback position. And I think he has a lot to prove. So he's going to go out there and prove it. I think you mentioned Robbie Anderson. And I think he's sort of a, a weird key in this whole thing. And I say weird because... I don't think he fits in the offense, but I think he has a role there, right? Bridgewater's not a guy who, who's going to throw the ball deep a ton, but if Anderson's doing his job and if they can connect just 
just enough to be dangerous, just enough to pay attention to, then that opens things up underneath. We, everybody loves DJ Moore. That's kind of a no-brainer. I think Curtis Samuel has a bounce-back year as long as he's not being forced to be a deep threat because I feel like he was sort of miscast in that role. Um, so I think there's some room. I do think you're right. I think you're onto something with, with Teddy being kind of a streaming option or a, you know kind of a, a, an insurance option for a lot of teams there. I think, I think there's something to it. I, I don't think he will be a week-to-week starter, but uh, you know, sometimes just that, that bridge guy to kind of no, – no pun intended. I was going to say, bridge, that was, I was like, that was that, good. <laughs> that bridge guy to get you through uh, is, is probably something you need. I will go with the guy that Teddy is taking over for in Carolina, and that's Cam Newton. Um, you know, he, he's had a full year essentially to, to rehab, to get healthy. Uh, he goes up to New England. And I know that there are questions about the guys catching the football there. I mean, there's Julian Edelman. That's fine. There's James White. That's fine. Everything else is sort of a question mark. But we've seen a healthy Cam Newton be dominant. And now he gets to work in that offense with Belichick and Josh McDaniels and and, and those guys up there who are very smart about what they do and about how they use their pieces. And the fact that I think right now he's being drafted as like the QB 18 or something like that in a lot of leagues. Uh, which means essentially in drafts, there's zero risk at that point. You're talking so late in drafts that there's almost no risk. And if he turns out to be even close to the Cam Newton we saw before that, you're going to get a steal. And look, I, I've been saying the last couple of years, we have gotten late round quarterbacks. You know, two years ago, it was Patrick Mahomes, who was a late round guy who ended up being a stud. Last year, it was Lamar Jackson, who was a late round guy and who ended up being a stud. And I think when we talk about late round quarterbacks who can excel, we always try to look to young guys with upside. But maybe this is a chance where we look at a veteran who has a new situation, who's coming off the board late, who we know what he can be at his peak. Uh, maybe we should maybe we should get Cam Newton some more props. If nothing else. We can see his uh, crazy fits after after post. crazy fits. I, I don't know. He's on Twitter this morning, and it, it is obviously you know sports Twitter. Now that the pads are on, we're all going crazy. We <laughs> need for more and more and more information. And there was a video from yesterday at practice of Cam Newton, and he was like full Cam Newton, swagged out, dancing on the sideline. And they were like, maybe this is a new Bill, Bill Belichick that he's letting that happen. Uh, so I think he's fired up. And again, I think he wants to go out and and, and prove himself. Uh, so I think there's a little more you know umph and a and a pep in his step. So I'm all in on Cam Newton as well. Well, I know that's a guy that you've been targeting and, and hyping up uh, all of this offseason. So I'm here for it. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm here for the quarterback shine. Hey, look, you know, fantasy players can evolve. Uh, actual NFL players can evolve. Maybe coaches can evolve, too. Maybe Bill looks at Cam Newton and is like, hey, you know what? This guy's a good chance for us to keep winning. If, if, if it means he dances on the sideline a little bit, so be it. <laughs> yeah, it's like if he wears a kilt during, you know, when he arrives to the stadium and he can, and he can dance on the sideline and, and, you know, do the bops and all the TikToks and all. I should know, I should know these. This you is like my them. generation. <laughs> this is like, I, I like to know the savage. You are um, letting but- the zoomers down. I know. Oh my gosh. But regardless, if, you know, if, if Bill Belichick is allowing Cam Newton to do that because it wins them games, I think we are all here for it. And we're all here for the Twitter content that'll come from it as Seriously, well. Seriously, We'll all be better for it. Uh, all right. So we were talking about the guys who should be getting more love. I hate to be negative, but let's just keep it real. Are there guys out there that maybe you're getting too much love from, uh, from fantasy drafters? You know, now you were talking about Dak Prescott, and I understand why all signs point to him being great. But, you know, maybe it's me just, and this is going to sound so bad, and I know Cowboys Twitter is going to come for me. <laughs> so I may change my handle right now. Uh, but 
I don't know. It's like I understand that he may be a top three quarterback, but there's something just about rooting for the Cowboys and and, and rooting for Dak that sometimes I'm I'm a little bit against. So I do think he's going to be fantastic, and and it, by no means am I saying uh, that he's not going to be. But I think you know all the hype that's going into it. You know, if anything happens and he does not perform, the whole fantasy world is going to go crazy. So that's why I think you know a Russell Wilson is probably going to slot into my third above Dak Prescott. But regardless. You know, they're going to be great. I love you, Cowboys Twitter. It's a great town. Go Dallas. Go <laughs> hey, Texas. Look, we're, we're, we're not for the city of Dallas and the Dallas Texans. I don't know that you'd have the Chiefs. I mean, they moved from Dallas to Kansas City originally. You're you're very true. And, you know, the Hunt family still lives in Dallas. So it's fine. You know, go Dallas. <laughs> go, go, go Chiefs. Go Kansas City. Uh, but Dak is probably the guy who I think is getting so much hype and so much love. A lot of it much deserved. But I just hope he can perform and live up to those standards. I, I sort of feel that same way about Kyler Murray. And I will take some of the blame for this because I was one of the people. I wasn't the only one. But I was definitely one of the people that back in, you know, December or January kept saying, you know, if there's a guy who can do sort of what Lamar Jackson did, it's going to be Kyler Murray. Uh, And so the draft discount that you would have gotten on Kyler evaporated almost immediately. Like I said, I would like to take full credit for it. I don't think I'm that powerful, but I know that there were a lot of people who sort of felt that way. And so now we've seen Kyler's ADP, you know, shooting up to the point that you need him to be a top five or top four quarterback in order to sort of return the the value that you're trying to get from him. If he look, if he ends up as QB six or seven, that's fine. Um, but you could have waited probably and gotten another quarterback who could have done something similar and not spent maybe a fifth or sixth round pick on Kyler Murray. So uh, I think he's getting a little bit overdrafted. I will I will. Uh, give a mea culpa and say that maybe I helped fan that flame a little bit. Um, (laughs) But I do sort of worry about what we expect from Kyler versus where we're drafting him versus what realistically he can get you. He, He could be a top four guy, certainly. But I think if he if he doesn't hit that mark, then maybe you're sort of questioning. Uh, the draft pick you spent on him. Well, this this also kind of goes all the way back to your first question of where do you draft the quarterback, right? Some mm-hmm. people have completely different strategies. You know, now the more that you talk about Kyler Murray and, you know, how much draft capital and draft stock you would get up to get him in, you know, one of the earlier rounds, then begs the question, do you just wait and get kind of one of those guys that are outside of the top six, but you hope that you get, you know, two quarterbacks and, and a streamer that that can help boost you and and get you a few fantasy points if you have, you know, a Christian McCaffrey is your first over all pick. So again, then it goes all the way back to the strategy and, and where you really take the QB and, and how much uh, they rely on how many points you get each and every week. All right. So last quarterback question I got for you, uh, who will be to you the biggest quarterback surprise of 2020, good or bad? Maybe it's a guy that outperforms. Maybe it's a guy who underperforms, but who do you think is going to surprise people this year? Eddie, I think you may want to plug your ears uh, <laughs> just a little bit because I'm going to go with Sam Darnold out of out of the New York oh, Jets. He's fine. It's the Jets. He's fine. Eddie's okay. It's, it, he's the Giants guy, so you you can talk about the Jets. Okay, okay, fine. But it's still like you you know the New York, the, <laughs> the New York, New Jersey teams. Uh, but you know Sam Darnold, mono no more. Hopefully he stays safe. Uh, it's COVID. It's social distancing. He has to wear a mask. So I don't foresee that that. Uh, would become another issue this upcoming season. But the Jets also improved their offensive line, right? They got Mekhi Becton this year and the draft, giving Darnold some type of cover uh, to get the ball to Le'Veon Bell and Brashad Perryman and, and Jamison Crowder. But I do think, you know, this is a season for him to 
to really prove himself as a starting quarterback. Now, in his last four games of the season or, or four games later in the season, he had over 20 fantasy points, which for a fantasy quarterback, that's pretty darn good, right? Like I had, you know, uh, Drew Brees and, and some other quarterbacks last season who got me eight or nine points in some games. They had some where they, you know, shined and had 30 points. But when you kind of get those seven points, it's like, all right, thanks. But, you know, thanks for kind of nothing. Uh, you know, so when Sam Darnold puts up those 20 plus point games, I think that, you know, he may be a guy that could really step up this year and be a good quarterback surprise. So I know that's kind of a weird one and, and he is very deep on the ADP list, uh, but I think a healthy uh, Sam Darnold is, is good for fantasy football. So again, I don't think he's going to be anyone starting quarterback or starting week to week, but uh, I could see him as a, as a streamer option and someone who steps up to the plate. I went through like a two week period and, and this might be my USC showing where I was like, I'm trying to get on the Sam Darnold train. Like I really did. It was, it was sort of like the two week period in sixth grade when I got into Dungeons and Dragons, but that's a whole kind of different story for another time. Um, I, I did. I really tried to like, okay, look, maybe this is the year Darnold puts it together. And I really do hope so just from a standpoint of, I like to see Trojans succeed in the NFL. And so maybe that can be a thing, but I do keep coming back to the fact that it's Adam Gase. And uh, I that's guess, the negative. It's like, that is the part that holds me back. Uh, I will keep holding on to this, this idea that Carson Wentz uh, can really kind of shine this year because it wasn't that long ago that we talked about him as an MVP candidate. He gets hurt late in the season. Nick Foles takes over the Eagles win a Super Bowl, uh, And then it's sort of been hit or miss for Wentz. Either he's getting hurt where last year he stays healthy and all of the guys around him get hurt. So I'm sort of hoping that maybe this is the year that all the stars align, that Wentz stays healthy, that his receivers, for the most part, stay healthy. Uh, we talked about Miles Sanders getting a bigger role. And, and I think that, you know, this is a guy that with Wentz, he's right now the QB 11 uh, in a lot of drafts based on ADP. I think he could potentially be a top five quarterback. Uh, now, I will say that, when I have drafted him, I have also drafted a second quarterback as sort of insurance. I mean, I may be bold, but I'm not crazy. So that's, uh, <laughs> that has kind of kept me from just, you know, going completely all in on Carson Wentz. But I do think that he could have a, a really, really big season uh, potentially in, in, uh, in Philadelphia. You need, to, oh. you need to send him some sage and have them just like right? sit into the locker room and just say, good vibes. We're staying healthy. I'm not getting hurt. My receiving core is not getting hurt. Uh, and then all the stars will align. And then you will proudly thump your chest and say, I told you so. That was going to work. I am growing sage on my balcony right now. I don't know what to do with it. So you have given me an idea. So now you can dry it out and create <laughs> a little thing and you can start sending it to players that you want to give good vibes to. Right. That's the Marcus Grant special now. Because that's not going to be weird when a random NFL player gets like some dried leaves. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, like, what is happening? What is going on? Quarantine would have officially hit you and been like, he is bored and things are happening. He is he's officially losing it. When the FBI shows up at my door because I'm mailing dried leaves to people around the country, that's going to be great. Um, so as I mentioned, you are going to be making your NFL Fantasy Live debut on Wednesday. Uh, and we will have you on also, also throughout the regular season as well. So that's exciting. So as part of it, we are doing mock drafts every week on Monday's shows. Uh, we talk about them. You are involved. So I'm sort of making this a mock draft Monday segment, even though we're recording it on Tuesday. Please don't at me because I don't uh -oh. care. Um, so you were, I mean, you were part of this most recent mock draft. I know we're going to do them every week. Uh, as we go through it, was there a particular pick that you were super enamored with? I saw that you got your quarterback in the third round. 
Uh, was there one pick, though, that you look at and you're like, yeah, this I did damn good in this pick? You know, I was really happy because, again, you know, last season I took a chance on some tight ends. Uh, you know, University of Iowa has been coined tight end you by a lot of people because of guys like George Kittle. We have Noah Fant. We have TJ Hawkinson, kind of some of those up-and-coming guys. Uh, so because of that, when I got Travis Kelsey as my starting tight end, I was pretty darn happy, right? Because, you know, if we ever listen to Adam Rank, Adam Rank's strategy is to take <laughs> the tight ends early and to get the good ones. Uh, so the fact that I had Patrick Mahomes and then also had him coupled with uh, Travis Kelsey, that meant a lot to me. And that was something that I was really fired up about. Now, not only just because of my Kansas City Chiefs fandom, just because I did say I would take Kittle over Kelsey, but I do think in a tight end, uh, you know, scenario where there kind of far and few in between uh, for getting those good guys who can deliver point after point week after week. That was someone I was pretty darn hyped about. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned Adam Rank because I know that that was his strategy. He has been the guy in the past who has snagged Kelsey early. Uh, I will sort of piggyback off of you because I went and got George Kittle in the third round, uh, the 27th overall pick. And I was pretty excited about that. I have seen plenty of leagues where he's going in the second round. So for him to fall to me in the third I will take that all day. Uh, I've, I've drafted Kittle in a whole lot of spots. That's sort of me kind of backing up my belief that he's going to be the tight end one this year. So uh, I'll say that. The other one that I really liked, so I'm going to just double up here, is Adam Thielen in the fourth round because I feel like he's not getting maybe enough love. Uh, he was hurt for a good part of last year, and I think that sort of impacted him. And now with Stefan Diggs gone, I do think Kirk Cousins will lean on his security blanket a little bit more early in the season. Um. Is there a pick that you wish you sort of had back? One that that maybe got away from you? One that you YOLO'd and afterwards you're like, I don't love it. You know, no, because I believe that I play with my head, I play with my heart, and I just do it. You know, thankfully not. Uh, you know, <laughs> when I had done some other, you know, mock drafts and some things earlier in the season, I had drafted, it was, I was with you and it was us and, and Rank and some others on the fantasy squad. And, and we were kind of just doing a mock draft and we had two teams. So it was five of us. Uh, it was a 10 team league. We each had two teams and in my first round I picked up Clyde Edwards Hilaire and all everyone was like oh my god what are you doing but I just like to say that it was me being psychic and me knowing uh, <laughs> that he was going to be be the starting running back and that Damian Williams was going to opt out because of COVID-19 so that was something back then that I just done the mock draft and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get roasted this is horrible why did I do it that was such a YOLO play uh but uh that was good and now I feel I feel comfortable in all my decisions you know thankfully we have uh lots of mocks that we're doing every single week so I can kind of finalize my strategy as best as possible as we get closer and closer to the season and then I can take down you and Adam Rank and all the other clowns at fantasy football and show you guys what Kimmy Checks is made of. You know I look I wouldn't put it past you just knowing the history of our fantasy live league the last few years it has been newcomers uh, that have come in and swiped the title. Last year it was Colleen Wolf. Two years ago it was Mark Iztook. So uh, if the logic holds, then there could be another newcomer that uh, hoists the trophy this year. So. I love it. A newcomer named Kimmy Checks. I'm all yeah. here for it. I'm going to sage about it with the dried, <laughs> sure. with the dried sage that you're going to send me from your balcony. I'll send you with me. Yeah, that, you know, please don't be freaked out when dried leaves appear uh, in your mailbox at some point. <laughs> Um, is there a guy that maybe you missed out on in this mock draft that you that you would like to target? Somebody that you didn't get that you really wish you would have? Right. You know, I think I think the running backs are are, are tricky this season. So I think you know 
for me, having a really good running back core, because that was something that I didn't have last season, that would have really been kind of more important for me. This is where, you know, I think fantasy fans, they need to really rely on, you know, the strategy of what that looks like and, and, and guessing, you know, who's going to be best on, on the roster and who's going to get you points week after week. And also kind of having some handcuffs on if guys get injured. So for me, I think, you know, I would like to refine my running backs a little bit more and kind of get it together. I'm not, I'm not a quite the export expert excuse me like you yet but overall again I feel good and this was just the first of many mocks and you know I'm, I'm refining and we're getting more and more closer to the season and I'm going to be ready to kick some butt so I would say that for me and this is this is me sort of you know trying to make up for my past mistakes is uh, I think I am going to be more aggressive at trying to go get Miles Sanders now uh, I had just been worried that the Eagles were going to do something to sort of throw a monkey wrench in the whole works uh, whether it was you know, using Boston Scott or somebody on their bench or going out and signing a free agent off the street to kind of work. I mean, look, Devontae Freeman is still out there. He's still a free agent for somebody to come pick up. And so I had just continually been worried that everybody was going to invest all this draft capital in Miles Sanders. And then Doug Peterson was going to sign Devontae Freeman. And then we we're just going to light the whole thing on fire. But now that it seems like the Eagles are all in on Sanders, uh, I am going to start, I think, be more aggressive in, uh, in trying to go get him. Uh, this is all good to know. Now I know your strategy. Now I right? can see how it's like, I don't even name names. Like I'm like incognito. I'm like, a, I'm like an undercover. And you're, out, you're out here giving it away. So now when we when we do have our for real fantasy live uh, draft, oh, yeah. we're going to go right in for Miles Sanders. I would say the hardest draft I was ever a part of was the first year we ever did a listener league on this show. And uh, we were drafting and we were just watching all the players that we loved that we talked about go off the board before our picks. And uh, our heads were just spinning because you realize that, uh, I mean, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like one, you're losing all your guys, but two, it means people are actually listening. So that's Yeah, better. you're like, this is good. You're like, people people enjoy my advice. I'm not actually- good at my job. You're like, this is this is very reaffirming. That's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was definitely one of the more uh, frustrating drafts I think I've ever been a part of in my entire life. Um, always like to end with something sort of fun here. Uh, and you are one of the biggest Beyonce stands I know. You are one of the biggest uh. of the beehive that that I know. And I just want to say that that by by asking you this question, I am going against my own personal social media policy, which is to never talk about Beyonce at all, good, bad, or otherwise, because like I just don't need that smoke with the beehive. The beehive will it. like the beehive can do any and everything. I am a part of it and it yeah. scares me. Like and we are, we are, we are in it. So I just, because I, I just don't want those problems in my life. I have generally made it a policy not to speak on Beyonce one way or another, positive, negative, anything in between. But because you are a huge member of the beehive, I have to ask you when it comes to Beyonce albums, what is the 1.01, which is the one that no matter what you are going back to and you're taking every time? You know, this may be the hardest question that I've ever been asked. My <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, I could go on and talk about Beyonce all day. I don't think our fantasy listeners <laughs> don't want to do that. If, As you all can see, I'm at Kimmy Checks if you ever want to chat Beyonce. Uh, and don't come crazy at me because, like Marcus said, the beehive will come after you. You don't you. want it. Okay. You don't want it. 
Um, you know, we could go like OG, but truly, I think my favorite album that no matter if I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm on a run, I'm ready to run through a wall, it is Lemonade for me, right? Like her visual albums and the way that she has just completely revolutionized the way to drop music. Like you just see what she did with Black is King that, you know, just just came out a few weeks ago. Like she has such a storytelling capacity and, and a capability to really show her music through video and through visuals and what that means. And especially as a black woman to see those visuals and to relate to it in such a raw and a real way and to see Beyonce completely, you know, exposed to, you know, parts of her relationship and, and things that have happened in her life. Lemonade is like the album for me and I will stand on that hill. I could not tell you my favorite song, Beyonce song. That is that is beyond impossible, uh, but Lemonade is it. And if you have not watched it or listened to it, I implore you to do so. Maybe that's going to be like my draft album while I'm drafting this year. I'm just listening to Beyonce, just getting completely amped up. So if we were making a movie of your draft season, it'd be a montage to uh, with Lemonade as the soundtrack. Yeah, it would just be like Lemonade. And and while I would draft, I would like wear the gowns and, 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 the, and the clothes that she wore throughout yeah, that, Lemonade. That seems, that seems a little excessive. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I am excessive. I don't know if you knew that. So <laughs> for me, this seems like a great challenge. Uh, but maybe maybe that's something I should look into. You know, it's quarantine, so it's like, why not? Why not order a lot of things online and, and try to do something crazy? You got time, right, at this point. We all we all got nothing but time right now. Uh, Kimmy, appreciate you coming on. We'll have to do this again at some point uh, during the season. I have to kind of have you on a little bit more regularly. But uh, for people who are new to you, where can they find what you do? Find me at Kimmy Checks on Twitter and on Instagram. And remember, every single Wednesday, we have Real Talk with the NFL. We're tackling social justice. We're talking about why Black culture matters to the NFL and to football. And now you can see me on Fantasy Live with this guy, uh, Marcus Grant, and many of our other fantasy friends. So hopefully this is the first of many fun appearances. Eddie, I hope you're okay. I, I can see, you know, <laughs> sweat is starting to starting to perspire again if you ever need to switch houses let me know i'm very cold over here you're very hot over there we'll do a little switcheroo and marcus i can send you my address so you can send me the sage sweet sounds good hey <laughs> uh, yeah but be sure to check her out again uh, check out the uh, real talk on snapchat check her out on fantasy live we are back we had a first show uh, yesterday we'll have one tomorrow we are monday wednesday friday uh, for the preseason, and then once the regular season hits, five days a week on your TV screens on NFL Network. So there you go. That is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging with the NFL Fantasy Football Show presented by Caesars Rewards. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, the safe way to double your money is to fold it over once and put it in your pocket. Take care of yourselves. Wear a mask, and we will see you on Thursday. Bye, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.